Greetings from Studio 47 at Augustana University, and welcome to Alone Together, a storytelling initiative documenting how our university community navigates living and learning through a global pandemic. I'm your host, Ann Rosendale, campus pastor and proud graduate of Augustana. Today, I am talking with Jay Call, who is the Assistant Vice Provost for Assessment and Academic Excellence at Augustana. Jay, it's great to see you here on Zoom and talk to you. It's fantastic to be with you, Ann. Thank you. So, Jay, because other folks can't see you over Zoom, they're just hearing you, give us a sense. We're all working from different locations these days. Give us a sense of what your office space is like. Essentially, I have a room in uh, the lower, it's not really the basement of our house, but it's the lower, second lowest level. And it's considered my room where I do most of my gaming. And it's also kind of our theater at the same time. So I've got a little card table here. I've got a, a drink um, next to me here. And then I've got my notebook, my portfolio and my phone. Is your family home with you these days? Oh, oh yes. Um, so both kids are home. We've got a whiteboard upstairs with um, time for them to read, uh, time for them to play outside uh, as the weather allows, and then time for them to engage in Google Classroom that their school is using, um, and then some free time sprinkled in there as well. So they're home. Uh, my wife, Rochelle, works from home. So this is nothing new to her. We're really invading her space more than anything. So, Jay, give us a little bit of a picture of what you do in your work at Augustana, and I'm thinking specifically about how your role has changed and evolved in this coronavirus crisis that we're living in now. Yeah, so um, after the change to the provost model back in December, a lot of my work, which was primarily focused on IR and assessment, um, evolved, uh, I'd say, to essentially being the um, primary coach and supporter for faculty. So in this new role and with this uh, COVID-19, I'm doing my best to collate the messaging to faculty so that they aren't getting uh, a barrage of messages and, and they can really focus on what it takes to modify instruction, bring things online, and then if they have concerns along the way or we have technical hiccups, which are going to happen, um, they know where to reach out, whether it's myself, uh, Sharon, Lisa, or Cheryl, to really say, hey, this is not working, or my students don't have access, or, um, you know, we don't treat all classes the same as far as instruction. So moving them all online um, is not going to be the same process for everybody. Yeah, so... Augustana made the decision a couple weeks ago to move to modified instruction. And just yesterday, the president announced that we would be continuing that modified instruction through the end of the semester. So paint us a picture of what modified instruction looks like. As you said, it's different for different faculty members, but generally, what does that mean for faculty and for the classes that they teach? Faculty for, uh, at Augie have, have really been focusing on that face-to-face -face interaction. And so a lot of what they're attempting to do can be done in a modality such as Zoom um, or Google Hangouts and that sort of thing. But at the same time, um, we know that our students are going back uh, to their homes or that they're in situations where they also 
were planning on being face to face and now are, are doing this over the computer or doing this over the phone. And so that experience has got to change on their end as well. So last week we had uh, a portion of the Madsen Center open for faculty to drop in and say, hey, um, I'm not sure how to record a Zoom or I'm not sure how to get all this information to my students or a lot of questions about um, their availability to see or uh, read their textbooks as well. And so faculty were just dropping in and chatting with, uh, with uh, Sharon, Cheryl or, or Lisa to just say, hey, how do I do this? And some of those are relatively easy answers and some of those are much more complicated. So in order to, to really ramp that up, we created what's called a course uh, continuity guide. And the intention is to just say, you know, you go to the document and you say, hey, I've got lectures that I wanna put online. What are two or three of the different technologies that will help me do that? And then give them, you know, uh, a sense of, there's gonna be different technological tools out there based on your uh, tech savviness, which one is gonna work best for you. And I think the other part of it is that some disciplines lead themselves better to different technologies as well. So in, in my past experience, I've taught some philosophy classes and, and part of that included having those discussions. And those discussions work well asynchronously, but I really prefer to do them synchronously if I can. Share what you mean by synchronous or asynchronous. So uh, asynchronous means that students can access it and learn at any time that they'd like to. Synchronous just means that if we typically would meet at two o'clock on Monday, we're all together in, let's say, Zoom together at two o'clock on Monday as well. So it's, it's real time as opposed to kind of uh, spaced out or kind of at the, at the leisure of the student or the faculty member. Mm -hmm. Jay, could you share a story about a faculty member who maybe was new to some of this technology using it in their teaching and we're only three days in now to this modified <laughs> instruction so all of us are still learning but can you share a story about a faculty member who has just um, risen to the occasion and really is thriving with this new model yeah we've had actually quite a few um, faculty who have started to meet kind of on a departmental level not necessarily daily, but about every other day. And the stories that I continue to hear are, um, this wasn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be. And that was what I had hoped by, you know, Wednesday-ish, Thursday-ish of this week, that a level of that anxiety um, for both students and faculty would start to kind of dissipate. The one that was probably the most heartbreaking for me last week was I was talking to a faculty member and she started to cry because she really misses our students. She misses seeing them. And so um, I wanna loop back with her and, and essentially say, did some of that feeling go away this week when you're able to message back and forth with them a little bit more quickly along with um, hearing about their concerns and seeing how this week has really kind of panned out. Because again, I, I feel like we had that week of really focusing on getting all of our materials as ready as possible. And then now with the announcement for the, the rest of the spring term, I think everybody's got an idea of what that path looks like. And so I think the more often that we can kind of say, hey, how's it going? What else do you need? Um, probably the better. And we've got a town hall today for exactly that reason and another one tomorrow. That's a great story. 
And I imagine even though all of us are missing each other, campus is very, very quiet. Everyone is scattered. Um, we miss that human in-person interaction. But I would imagine that there are also new opportunities that come out of this, maybe even a silver lining, if you can call it that. Are you finding any stories of faculty who are experiencing a silver lining to this new modified instruction and online learning experience? Absolutely. I think a good portion of that comes from the fact that we have been putting together this Center for Teaching and Scholarship. And as part of that, one of the programs was what we call exponential leadership, which was faculty working with other faculty on different technologies they've been using. So uh, Carrie Olson Manning has been using, and I'm, I'll, I'll mess up the name because I always do, I believe it's called Screencast-O-Matic. And really it's, it's one of the tools that allows you to take a presentation, put it online. It's got some uh, rudimentary kind of editing tools so that if you say, um, many times you can pull those sorts of things out. So um, Carrie was able to put together a video to share with the faculty on how to use it. And those are the sorts of things that again, that, that is that silver lining of we're moving at a tremendous speed when it comes to CTS than we may have done otherwise. And so this, as bad as um, people feel this pandemic is, it's moving our institution in a direction towards collaboration um, and supporting each other with technology for online instruction or modified instruction in a place and at a speed that we may not have done otherwise in a year or two years. And that's really out of necessity. And to see the faculty kind of chip in and, and contact each other and create things for each other and share things with each other is just, um, it's inspiring. Thanks so much, Jay. Thanks for talking with me. Thanks for what you're doing for the Augustana community and for offering your insights and wonderful words of wisdom. Appreciate it. Thank you, Anne. Thanks for listening and for doing your part to flatten the curve and stop the spread of the coronavirus. As we close out our podcast today, enjoy this musical offering from the Augustana community to center and inspire you. Until next time, stay safe, stay well, and keep washing those hands. <laughs>